There's another podcast you should be listening to, TED Health, a podcast from the TED Audio Collective. Join host Dr. Shoshana Ungerleiter as she introduces you to leading health experts and breaks down the health questions you didn't know you had. Learn more about the way your body works and the newest insights changing the medical world, like what a smart bra means for better heart health, three ways to prepare for the next pandemic, and how we can all live healthier lives. Find TED Health wherever you listen to podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. I so I was just, I, the other day I was thinking about this time where I was really sick, and uh, as you know, we've talked about this before. But as you know, like when I sometimes when I'm, I'll have friends uh, um, offer me suggestions of shows to watch. I don't even want, I'm upset already. I know you hate this, <laughs> and like so this. Taylor all the time would be like, "Oh, I just started watching this amazing show." you know, insert name here. And then he'll go, you should really watch it. And I'll like, I'll, I'll look it up. And if it's something that I, I feel actually would be worth watching, I don't watch it. And instead I put it in the bank to pull out when I know I'm going to be admitted to the Jared, hospital for a long time. Jared, I've got a really good idea for you. What's this? You should start watching everything that Taylor tells you to and not save it. And then when you go to the hospital and you get admitted, just start Grey's Anatomy. There's... <laughs> There's plenty of episodes to watch. You know, you can probably you could probably do four or five. Dude, admissions. That would be like that would be like voluntarily eating double the amount of hospital food. I can't <laughs> imagine a more pathetic life than to be. And I'm sorry for anybody who's hearing this and you've gone through it. But to be in a hospital where you can't leave and you decide that the only thing you're going to ingest other than the environment that you are in is more hospital in a fucking show <laughs> called a, Grey's Anatomy is, a, is, is like a shitty made medical drama. Oh, guys, <laughs> guys, guys, but, but I, I imagine that if you were laying in bed feeling really shitty and the nurses are coming and going and the doctors coming in and there's all the, there's all the people, it would be sort of like Grey's Anatomy in your head because you, you could like create these narratives around oh the God. people that are I have coming a question. and going. Oh my God. I have a question for you, Brian. That actually gives me, that actually for real gives me a bit of anxiety. Has anybody on Grey's Anatomy, like oh, are, are there any like, like are there, are there any like reveals where somebody is like, oh my God, my cousin is actually my mother where like, like a soap opera, like is there, is Timmy come into are you talking about my passion? husband's my a, brother was yeah. that a passions yeah. reference yeah because because so because <laughs> because, because because Grey's Anatomy is oh, 16 God. seasons 16 seasons 16 Seven, 17? Uh, 16 or 17 and the only shows oh that go God, that long dude. are bad shows are bad so guys I want to I want to say we're honestly gonna, we're gonna get so much hate. hey listen listen we're gonna get so much hate the, you know what the, I'm 77 say, like 99 percent of our listeners are female we're going to get so much hate. Hey guys, I, I just want to ladies say, love that show. I just want to say I have to I have to come clean about something. I've probably only watched a total of 10 Grey's Anatomy episodes in my life. Liar. This what? is the twist. Yeah. This, this is, is the, the crazy twist. twist. Are you I, I'm I'm what? not I'm not joking. Do you I've even do CrossFit? So wait, 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 wait. Does this mean that you just 
Are you just well read into the show? So, How the okay, fuck I'll, do you know I'll, everything I'll, I'll, about the show? He just reads. Uh, he just reads uh, like Gray, Gray's, Gray's wiki. I will explain. Better read the Wikipedia page. Gray's wiki. There is. Uh, <laughs> Dude, there is you know that, that there's that a site called Gray's wiki that definitely and it, and it, and it and it templates every single episode. Guys, I watched. I watched most of one season, and it was like season Whoa. fifteen. I don't yeah, even know is. what happened in the beginning of Gray's Anatomy. What's it called? Is it's, it actually called uh, Gray's Wiki? No, it's Gray's Anatomy That's what I'm on. Yeah, welcome yeah. to Gray's Anatomy Universe. Fandom, wiki. fandom does wikis for for pretty much. I mean, you name it, anything. <laughs> I everything. like how that Lululemon ad comes up at the top of the page. Like perfect place to put a Lululemon <laughs> ad, isn't yeah. it? Okay, we we got a little ahead of, our, ahead of ourselves, but what <laughs> I was what I was saying was I was thinking the other day about how the last time I was really sick. Well, what, what I was saying was that I, you give me these, these show recommendations. I don't watch it, but I do watch it when I'm in the hospital and I won't do what you just suggested. <laughs> and then, um, uh, I, so I was thinking about the last thing that I did binge watch when I was really sick. I wasn't in the hospital, but I was home really sick and I was watching, I actually fell deeply in love with, um, what is that fucking prank show of the, all the, like the impractical jokes, impractical yeah. jokers. <laughs> I swear to God, if that's a guilty pleasure, it is my deep guilty pleasure. Those guys. I've only seen a bit of it. They're such. I think they're pretty universally they're vi- liked. It's very funny. Like they're such doofusy doofus dudes, <laughs> but they're so fun. And it's anyway. So I was thinking about pranks and how much like, do I like it because of them or do I like it because I love pranks? And I think I love it because I do love a really good prank and where I'm going with this. <laughs> I also just happened to see a little prank video that, Brian, I think you're really going to enjoy. I can't wait. This is a prank video in a hospital on the cancer ward. Jer, I just want to say before you play this, I think Impractical Jokers is like the Grey's Anatomy of prank shows. It's like <laughs> it is, and not, because Kenny I, Kenny versus Benny fans would be like, isn't punk, would be, isn't punk the Grey's Anatomy of prank shows? There's a lot yeah, of them. Yeah, there's yeah, hey, yeah. there's there's a lot of there's That's a lot like, of Grey's Anatomies of of genres. Punk would be one of them, and so is Impractical Jokers. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're wrong. I'm sure there's people out there that are going to agree, just like they agree with you on Grey's Anatomy and people that disagree. And I like Impractical Jokers. Like so here, if the Impractical <laughs> Jokers are sense. looking to hire, if one of the guys dies for some reason and they need a new Impractical Joker, I think this is their next up and coming star. Little buddy. So someone put that little fucker up to uh, going to scare the living shit out of the nurse. Was that a a child or a little person? That was a child. Okay, it was hard to it was hard to tell because they were wearing a mask. Let's just watch that again. Uh, (laughs) And 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 folks at home, watch that again with what Taylor just said uh, in the back of your mind. I mean, overwhelmingly child. Child vibes. I would say, you know, okay, now, okay. I didn't see the. Pretty. I didn't see. I didn't see the very first part. I didn't. You're right. You didn't. See, we were all watching at the exact same no, time. I, no, I know, but uh, yeah. See here, there's. It's a. It's. It, <laughs> and, and also, and also, that and also, laugh. That laugh is. Uh, is yeah, very and much. Also the, and also, the laugh was. The <laughs> but I, we can't really hear it that well. <laughs> oh my god! I love that you. Uh, that that. You really had to question that. And, and, and especially I love that that is on record. Hey, listen, Taylor, <laughs> I just want to say, hey, there's nothing wrong with that question. That is, there is nothing it, wrong with that you question. Know, there, is it? Yeah. 
You, you know why? Because if, if, if how often, do you know how many times I've been on a plane with my hair down and somebody, because I'm, I, I, you know, since I started riding my bike, I have quite a slight frame. How many times I've been tapped on the shoulder and said like, ma'am, ma'am, miss when I'm putting stuff up, up and I, and I turn around and I turn around and I have, I have a, 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 a face full of hair. Perfect I, example of why you should never assume anyone's gender and or pronouns. And, and Jim tonight, I guarantee how many times do you think Jim tonight from behind for, has been mistaken as a child for folks who don't know, Jim is a past guest that we had on the show who is a person who has uh, extreme dwarfism. Awesome talking to Jim and speaking of fucking uh, YouTube, since this is on YouTube and if you want to watch this, go to our YouTube page, sick boy on YouTube. Uh, but Jim and his son also have a YouTube page and it's a fucking riot. The two of them have dwarfism and they are super fun to watch chat and just talk about life living with dwarfism and pretty much like anything and everything. They're just, they're a, they're a great, a great team. Uh, but that little video of that little person and or child can't really quite tell scaring the shit out of that nurse reminded me, I think of probably the greatest prank. That I was, was going to ask you, what is the greatest prank that you guys have pulled? The greatest, well, I, the greatest prank that I've pulled, I, I don't know. I, I could go into it, but it's a really long story. But I, I wanted to mention the greatest prank ever pulled on me while I was in the hospital. And I think we may have talked about this on the show before, but I was in the intensive care unit. I think it was like the day after you two fuckers walked in trying to like, like acting like a bunch of clowns trying to make me laugh. And I was like, am I dead? Like, not, <laughs> like not okay. That was, that was sad. Uh, yeah. I think it was like a, like a really sobering moment for the two of you to go, Oh, it was just poorly timed. But like, He's but like, not okay. We should have like done for, that the next day. It would have been fine. For yeah. Taylor and I, we, we, we thought it was funny. Hey, at I, the end of the day, we thought it was funny, I think it's right? funny. I just, I was too drugged up to know what the fuck was going yeah, on. Yeah, it was sad in the moment, funny um, in hindsight. Yeah. But speaking of that, I was so fucked up on drugs while I was in the intensive care unit. Um, Didn't know where I was. Like, it was like it was all a blur. The only thing I really remember, aside from you two guys walking in, was having my catheter pulled out. <sighs> and this moment... Fuck. I thought that was the prank. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was the prank where it he never, goes, okay, it ready, never here ends. it goes. Whoa, it's never ending. Um, and I was like, why is this colorful ribbon? <laughs> um, no, it was, uh, uh, I got, a, I got a, a package. I got a box. And the nurse, uh, so it got sent to the intensive care unit. Nurse oh. brings it up. And she goes, hey, you got a package. And I'm like, Huh? Oh, and like and taking them, like trying to like open it. And while I'm trying to open it, she's like, no, I'm just going to check your vitals. And so she's, you know, checking my heart rate and she's checking the, my, my, or my, my blood pressure and my, my heart rate and my, you know, my O2 stats and all this stuff. And she's taking like notes and I'm like slowly like getting into this box. Oh, taking vitals takes like, you know, five minutes of like various things. I finally get the box open. And I, this is, this is exactly what I pulled out of the box. And the nurse <laughs> looks at me and it's goes, pink though. the one that you got is pink. The one that, right? yeah, it was, it was this, but it had a pink outline and the nurse just looks at me and I'm so fucking confused looking at her being like, like, I think in part of my head going like, well, can you go back? Did to that? you bring this for me? Like, is this from you? Like, what the fuck yeah. is going on here? So and this that, is a, so this is a, this is a, a P it's, so it's got a, P and a V, a B and a V dildo. So you're double dildoed. 
It's a yeah, it's a triple dildo strap on. So you've got one you've got one dildo that would fit in a butthole. Two inputs, one output. One dildo that could also fit in a vagina. So that which which is insert inserted into the person that's wearing it. And then you've got one on the front that you'd be fucking with. Guys, we're never gonna be able to monetize these videos. I actually was wondering if that if that image you might have to blur that entire image out. But we did a good job really? of describing it. You know what I think is I don't you know. know. I don't the, know how YouTube works. The, the thing that I think is really challenging about that device is it feels really impractical to put on. Because like you have to like it, it seems like a that, lot of maneuvering totally. to you need to a, put on. You need somebody to Lauren's help. Lauren's making a face. It Just looks like she's tried it on. So how much, hard was it? So much lube. <laughs> so much lube. So again. much yeah. lube. You either have to be so aroused. Needs to be very that, wet. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> you you either have to have a wap or be using a, a bunch wap, of lube. A wap. Yeah. Yeah. But preferably both. I mean, you're gonna yeah. you're also a gonna want to have a, a wab. A wab. Yeah, you're gonna have want to have a wab for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you could, and which is and then, not easily manually done. And then you got to figure out <clears throat> what kind of wab or wap you're gonna stick it into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. It's a very complicated device. It's a it's a logistical nightmare. So yeah. here's the fucking crazy thing. I still have that. And uh, it cured the, your CF. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, what was the? Uh, I read my CF. What was the? What was the reaction from the nurse? She, I, from what I remember, I think she was just like, "Oh," and mm. left. <laughs> it was just like pure like shock, and then she just left. How how satisfying is it when you find yourself in a situation where where you're going? Huh. This makes them uncomfortable, <laughs> but I'm I just I'm just delighted in their discomfort. It's I mean, and and it is why I know we 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 talked about this on the Patreon uh, on the Patreon episode. It's why I love watching people watch your mom's house. I do I love watching people squirm because I go, oh, I love how much you hate this. Yeah, <laughs> and when we when we first do, started doing virtual live shows and we started doing the medical medical talks uh, roulette. I mean, I have friends. I have like good friends who like really show up every time we do something to support the show. And they were like, it was good, but uh, I had to turn your shit off once we got to the, and I was like, sweet, sweet. Because yeah. <laughs> I do, like it, it does. I do love it. See, you guys are like sweet. I'm like, oh, man, I'm so sorry. Brian, yeah. hate you. you really do hate I'm it. I'm sorry. Well, that's why I love it. And that's why <laughs> I, I promise you, I didn't prep any of that shit for today, Bri. This is all for you. Don't prep any of that shit ever again. Definitely well, not going to promise definitely that. Definitely not going to promise that. Um, uh, but yeah, so so again, the, the prank, you know, to whoever sent me that dildo, strap on dildo, thank you. Guys, um, I'm really glad that we separated these uh, Fri Feel Good Friday episodes out from those uh, Wednesday episodes with the with uh, professionals, me medical professionals, yeah, with people with a lot of value to say. I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that they can uh, people listeners can choose yeah. to skip this conversation if they because uh, now that we've separated like. it, it does <laughs> highlight how insane it was to have those conversations <laughs> beside each other. Yeah. I mean, like we had yeah. a so we had a conversation, and, and you know, y'all are seeing this and hearing this maybe on Friday when it when it drops, and the, and next Wednesday we're gonna have a really a really important conversation coming out about um, Bill C seven here in Canada um, about medical assistance and dying, and with with a friend of ours, Mark Hennick, and when you put that conversation beside the triple dildo, <laughs> yeah. it just it's just so stark. It is so stark, but also yeah. there's a part of it tastes pretty good. I I, I really enjoy. It. I do I do enjoy it. There's something 
Uh, I believe the word is irreverent. Hey, mm. uh, Jer, I, I feel like we get the best of both worlds with being able to have these conversations on Friday and not preface those other episodes with these conversations. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. just going back through our Perhaps. past episode titles and we had <clears throat> an, an economist on um, from like a prestigious, I think, think tank. And yeah, the title was The title was Clean Your Booty Hole. <laughs> the, <laughs> the economics of a global pandemic. I would also like to say if the episode was titled Spoke to an Economics Professor from Oxford. Uh, <laughs> That's true. Uh, right. and, you know, Fair point. Yeah, it's, you're, you're going to go, that sounds boring. So we're fuck. still going to ep- title episodes, you know, bo- such and such booty hole, even though. Well, this coming Wednesday's episode about the Bill C-17 is. C-7. Oh, sorry. C-7 yeah. is uh, booty hole cleaned. <laughs> the effects of Bill C-7 on the on mental illness. Um, no, and so, booty holes. <laughs> and, and, and you can quote me on that. Um <clears throat> God. I got, uh, I got, so this one's for Brian here since Brian uh, seemingly hates the fucking show now. Hell yeah. Um, uh, I'm going to guys. I like Monday and Wednesday episodes. I don't listen to our Friday episodes. This is terrible. Wow. I'm just kidding. I'm this kidding is, guys. I love this these conversations. Really not good for the brand. I love these conversations. <laughs> really bad guys. Yeah. Brian, stop being off brand guys. If I was a sick boy episode, I would be a Monday or a Wednesday episode. I'd probably be a Monday episode till you'd probably be a Wednesday episode. Jerry. You embody the Friday episodes. That's actually so true. Yeah, that is true. Are you tired of hearing the same old wellness advice? It's time to dig deeper and listen to America Dissected from Crooked Media, the podcast that's cutting into the science, culture, and policy that shapes our health. From doctors fighting for their rights to the surprising truths about sunscreen, America Dissected dives deep into the state of health. Tune in every Tuesday for new episodes of America Dissected, available on all major podcast platforms. Um, I'm going to throw to this. So, so have you, um, we're all familiar with like, uh, with types of animals that are used for, uh, therapy. So like dog therapy, penguin therapy. No, get in the, come on. Yeah, right. Right. Sure. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to, I'm not going to yuck a yum, but I'm going to say that's kind of rare. Right. So like typically it's what more rare than dogs. dogs. More rare than dogs, for sure. <laughs> Typically, it's dogs. dogs. <laughs> You'll see cats sometimes. One right? of my best friends just did yoga with goats this past weekend yeah. in Florida. Goat that yoga. Goat yoga is all the rage. Really, really popular, yeah. Oh. I didn't yeah. realize that it's messy as fuck. But. Equine <laughs> therapy was such a popular thing. So horses? Horses apparently make really amazing um, therapy animals. <clears throat> And this was shared to us by one of our patrons, Sadie. Sadie, thank you for this. Um, this is an article from The Guardian titled Dr. Payo, the horse comforting cancer patients in mm. Calais? Calais. 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 In pictures. So this is a, it's a, um, it's a photo um, uh, essay about this horse that is caring for cancer patients in oh in France. God. Oh my god, guys, it's in the fucking hospital. It's in the hospital. So, um <laughs> wait, was this 
A John Mulaney. A John Mulaney. Is it, is it John Mulaney? <laughs> yeah. A horse in a hospital. I saw yeah. John Mulaney here when he did that bit. Holy shit, bit. it was funny. Yeah. Uh, so the, with this picture, it says, in the palliative care center at Calais, Calais Hospital in northern France, Marion, 24, who has metastatic cancer, cuddles her seven-year-old son, Ethan, as Peyo nuzzles them both. Oh, my God. Quote, with Peyo, we try to recreate life at the end of life in order to fight and create an energy to accompany families and caregivers, says his trainer, Hassan Bouchakor. I'm going to fuck this name up. Uh, Bouchakor? I'm going to go with Bouchakor. Yeah. Uh, Peyo and Bouchakor work with Les Sabateaux du Cure. F- fuck off, Sadie. I know, you're, I know you're at home laughing at me mispronouncing this. An organization devoted to therapy and with scientists who are studying Peyo's ability to reduce patients' anxiety and comfort people in pain. So some of the photos that go along, guys. With, I, I with just this, have to ask you: Are you fucking moved by this photo? Just, oh my god! Yeah. I, just wait until uh, you see. Has, have some any of you of have, have any of you watched BoJack Horseman? <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Uh, but this this photo is super moving. And guys, I just want to say that horse. There, sorry that that photo feels to me like a Grey's Anatomy episode. So if you like that, I think you would probably like <laughs> wow, Grey's Anatomy. Wow. You know what's really funny is I don't doubt it. I, I actually yeah. fully they bring a horse into feel the like hospital. that is probably it just feels, true. It feels gets me in the feely goodies. It's I am, I am I am a little bit I am a little bit caught off guard about the about the potential sanitation sort of issues around well, having a horse it gets that, into that, that shits oh, anywhere. They get, me, they get into that. Let in me tell the, you. Oh, really? Yeah. Let me tell you about the barrier of sanitation. So, I mean, now with... The, <laughs> I want to oh show you this next one. God. That is... Uh, that's a good boy. Do they have the, a poop, like a poop basket uh, for it? For sure. Good boy, good girl. So, yeah. At the hospital, Peo tells his trainer which room he wants to enter next oh, by what? stopping or raising his leg. No. Peo is 15. And seems able to detect when humans have cancers and tumors. He stayed nearly two hours here, watching over a dying woman. Quote, I accompany him, but I let him do what he wants. He's the one who decides, says Bokashor. Uh, what, quote, what really pushed scientists to take an interest in him and open the health establishment doors to us was this seemingly ability, seeming ability to greatly reduce the patient's dosage of all hard drugs and thus allow a more peaceful departure. Wow. Oh, wow. man. You know, um, you know, there's uh, a number of other photos to keep going through, but the yeah. Photos, those photos that you showed are really beautifully shot too and framed. They're, I've, uh, very well done. I there. haven't like spent very much time around horses, <clears throat> but they scare me. I, um, I was at a, uh, I was at a thing a couple of years ago, just outside Atlanta. And, uh, and the person that was like, I was at this sort of like conference thing. And the person that was running it had this luncheon, at his at at his ranch and and it was and his his wife is a um is sounds like the, a cult thing his wife his yeah. his his yeah. wife it sounds like you're about to get fucked he had a, and he had yes, a lose all your money it's an olympic cult where his wife is the one of the one of the coaches for the US US equestrian team for the olympics and um and they have a they have like a facility there for equestrian and everything and they have a lot of horses and um, dude, I would never go to a luncheon at a ranch. That yeah. sounds dangerous. <laughs> if you were there, you would have gone. How this many weapons? Is, this how many is, weapons were on the, were in the on the premises? Oh, uh, I'm sure there was a few. I've seen those. I'm sure, there's a few. <laughs> um, so anyway, there's a lot of horses, and there's a lot of like really super powerful, impressive because they're breeding them to be right. to be these like to right. be the, the top of the top for 
for horses in in like these in these athletic feats. And there was a horse that had just been born two days before. And that was incredible to see because it was just this little baby horse. But then also these like massive and you're looking at these horses and you're going, there's something about them that is that you can just. You know when you you know when you 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 like get you're on a, maybe on a mountaintop for the first time you go to see the Grand Canyon or something like something like that that's just majestic and, uh, uh, striking and you can just sit yeah. there and look at it yeah. forever. Yeah. Yeah, like the horses are very much like these big impressive horses are very much the same way where you're just going. Yeah, it's crazy that you're there and you just have this presence that is hard to put your finger on and there's just so much power and. Yeah, even miniature horses are like that. Yeah, like little, uh, yeah, yeah, like like little, little Sebastian. Little Sebastian. Yeah. Oh my God, it's little Sebastian! <laughs> I'm also just binging Parks and Rec as well. <laughs> so am I. Yeah. Uh, uh, this one here, you can see Peo as uh, being Aww. pet while the medical team helps this woman, Maryong, uh, with her pain relief for medicine. Medis- Look at Peo's braids. cancer. Oh, I know, the braids are really beautiful. So They're kind of problematic. I think he's... Appropriating. Oh, <laughs> shit. Hey, now. I'm just kidding. It's no, but it probably shit. makes sense though, like for sanitation, because you can't have stray yeah. hairs. Yeah, um, This one here, uh, outside in the car park of Calais Hospital, it's the end of the day of the of the working day for Hassan uh, Boshakor and Doctor Peo. Since 2016, we have supported around 1,000 people until their last breath in the various services wow. in which we operate. Peo is my other half. He is my life partner. He is everything to me, says Boshakar. There's a oh, Mr. Wait. Hands joke. Yeah, here. way to make Fuck. it weird at the end. With oh, a, I mean, you got hey, it. You can't I mean, avoid it. If you're, like, you look at this animal, though. Like, if it, think, uh, about, think about how much you love your dog. The kid's riding Imagine it. your dog was Clifford the Big Red Dog. Like, yeah. I feel like the... And, and don't take this the wrong way, Tay. I feel like the bigger your dog, <laughs> the more love you have for it. Like, when I see... When I. I not I, sure if that I, applies. I know, <laughs> but just let me finish this. I when I you, see Jerry. Great Danes, I go, that guy, that owner loves that Great Dane 25 times larger and taller than Loki. You know, you know why that is? There's because more, bigger dogs seem more human-like. I mean, now, now, now think about this guy and his horse. Dude, and horses seem like they, you can tell that they sense Every emotion and feeling that is going through your body, what well, even when you're completely still, like they know, they sense you on such a level. Yeah. It's Guys, crazy. I hate to say it, but Jared, I think you're right. Just think about cats, cats to dogs to horses. I mean, it, it is weird. Like if sense. Loki died today, no one I don't no know one, if I'd even really notice. You wouldn't. And no one loves a cat, right? We all know this, right, Lauren? No one loves a cat. I love, I, I love my, my cat. I love my cat too. So much. <laughs> I thought he was going to die last week and I was like a mess. There was a, <laughs> when oh, I was, horrible. yeah, when I was, when I was moving out uh, with my ex uh, from my ex's place that we had, um, I was trying to find a new place to live. And like, uh, all I could find was places that was like no cat. And I was like distraught. Cause I was like, well, I have to leave here, but I can't That's a weird not thing have to my see. cat. Yeah. No cat. I don't yeah. think I've ever, I think I've seen no pets, but I don't think I've ever seen like it apartments was, where it goes, it, it was, was like no cat exactly here. but like i so i said oh yeah no the situation was i signed a lease w- uh, to a no cat place without like realizing it it was uh-huh. it's a long story anyway they're like horses was, only yeah exactly yeah. it was a horse only apartment building <laughs> and so uh, i was like facing having to either like give my cat to my parents in texas or oh. like give it up basically because oh in nova God. scotia oh, you can get fuck. evicted for having a pet 
Anyway, Whoa. I was, I was, so I was like distraught and upset. And my ex was like, are you more upset about getting rid of your cat? Oh, no. And I was like, yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, you didn't oh, break sure. up with, you yeah. didn't break up with your cat. Exactly. <laughs> like, that, those, you know what though? Those words are going to stick with him for a few years. <laughs> He's God. a bummed out. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Uh, you know, I think, I think it might be in Toronto and I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, if internet people with the internet at their fingertips, um, where in Toronto they have like, it's, it, I think it's something, um, in the municipal code that it's discriminatory to not allow somebody to rent an apartment because they have a pet. Guys, I think that's pretty amazing. When I was yeah. working in because the again, we're talking about fucking therapy animals and mm-hmm. like, I know not every fucking dog is a therapy dog. I know that not every cat is a therapy cat. But there's but therapy damn it, benefits. Dude. To yeah, like them. everyone yeah. who has a, everyone who has a dog and cares for a dog, or everyone who has a cat and cares for a cat. I'm not gonna say everyone who has a dog because there's some shitheads out there. But yeah. everyone who cares for their animal, that is mm-hmm. that is therapy for you. And like, there's that, also like, like there's also for them, there's also like, physical therapy involved more so for owning dogs because they have to go for walks. You have to get outside dude, you have to bring them. Like that is, I need a dog. Like that is like one of the things that will just ensure that I get out mm-hmm. and like move my fucking body. Cause I'm a, I'm a slug. I'm a fucking slug. And you can't be a slug with CF guys. I had a pet rat or a slug with a dog and uh, a pet having rat? pet rat, oh. pet, pet rats are fucking sweet. I had a pet Python and I fed him pet rats. Oh wow. You fed him mice, dude. They're different. No, we fed him rats. We Fuck. fed him mi- mice. We fed. <laughs> Fuck. I'm gonna. I'm gonna not go any further with what he fed him. Uh, Isaac Nine is proud. Sh- this can is actually you, really can, cute. Hold it, can you give a hint? Isaac Nine Small is French proud. Bulldogs. <laughs> 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 Brian, Jay, he just he just spent three thousand dollars per meal. Yeah. <laughs> We're taking. You fed him, you fed him, had to feed him. Fed him Frenchy like puppies. Every six That's months, right. so. fed, fed him once a year. Um, this is Isaac. He's nine, and he's proud to show off his new friend Peo to his mother, who is just coming out of surgery. <clears throat> Quote, oh. Isaac has associated the hospital with Peo. Today, if he is happy to come to the hospital to see his mother, it is thanks to this horse, says his father, Thomas. As um, I live for this. More of this content, please. Peo licks the hand of 64-year-old Roger, who has just returned for the day to the palliative care unit <clears throat> for a blood transfusion. I love th- I love this photo. It's, it's fucking super beautiful. Um, and then uh, here's the sanitation one. So... It says here, um, uh, Boshakor is always very careful with hygiene and Peo is washed and disinfected before and after hospital visits. It takes two hours to get the horse ready. Quote, when I clean him with disinfectant wipes, it is to protect him, says Boshakor. Luckily, he likes it. (laughs) Peo has learned to indicate when he needs to go outside by moving his body from left to right. Or sorry, right to left. They trained him not to pee and poo inside? This caption was amended on 15th of March, 2021 to remove a quote, which incorrectly indicated that no transmissible disease is passed from horses to humans. Well, just sorry. Yeah, we'll just go right. Sorry. Can you right can, on to the next sorry. photo there? <laughs> Wait, can you read? Can you reread that? What it says say? this. So this is a part of the, uh, a part says, of the, the article. It says this caption was amended on the 15th of March, 2021 to remove a quote, which incorrectly indicated that no transmissible disease is passed from horse to, to humans. So because there are the, not that there was, but there are, it is a possibility. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's a, that's an actual thing. Yeah. There's also diseases that can be passed from human to human. So I want to, I want to <laughs> just, especially in a hospital, <laughs> I want to hit these last few ones. Cause this is the one that really uh, struck me earlier. This, oh, this afternoon. Oh, 
this one says, Peo is happy to see his old friend Daniel, 67, a former equestrian who has terminal cancer. Quote, at home, as soon as we speak to dad about Peo, he cries. He has stars in his eyes, says, says his son, Gerald. Whoa, dude, that Daniel died in January. And at the request of the family, Boshakor and Peo accompanied his coffin at the oh, funeral. Oh, my God. And here's a photo of Peo and Hassan saying their last goodbye to Daniel, who died of cancer. Oh. Of course, he even attended the fucking funeral. That is so sweet. Man, I would love to own a horse someday. I don't know if I'll ever become that, uh, have that much money, but fuck. They're so sweet. They're, they're very beautiful. They're very, they're very majestic. They do scare me a little bit, but I think if I saw Peo, I mean, they, if I was in the hospital and Peo came in the room, I'd be fucking jacked up. I'd be stoked. Yeah. But it's when I'm walking by I'm horses on the right street. <laughs> that's where I'm like, like cop horses? Are you cop you're horses? Just afraid of cops. Yeah, that's it. I'm just terrified of police. You're like, hey, wait, Taylor. no, cop horses. But like, th- there's a there's a trail, but rails to trails here. We took Bigby for a walk once, and there was a, a set of horses coming down the trail, and Bigby, who, who who has passed, but it was a very large dog of that my wife and I had for eight years. He was like, "What the fuck are those?" <laughs> Giants, yeah, these giant dogs with humans riding them, yeah, walking the fucking dog path. What are we doing? And I was like, Look at these fucking giants with humans riding. Like, this <laughs> yeah. is fucking you guys crazy. Are the my, my favorite horse moment of my entire life was uh, we were when we were like 20 years old, we were on uh, uh, Comrade's Beach here on the ocean, and <laughs> oh my god, and uh, it was a super foggy <clears throat> night, and we had this like big uh, bonfire, and it was so, we, we smoked a bunch of weed, we were super high. And we're like, we're like listening to some music. We were 20 year old high. Dance, like when Brian yeah. says super high, he means like we were super high. Yeah. And we were as high and, as I was when we went to go see Star Wars. And yes. I don't remember. Yes, that's right. So we were, film. we yes. were like dancing around this like uh, big bonfire. And it was so cool because it, with the thick fog, it you it would the fire was casting our shadows into the fog. It's oh, hard to it's so, hard to over cool. it's hard to to it overstate was, how it was so cool. Foggy it was. It, it was like thick, thick, thick fog, and it I was think that dark, does a pretty was, good job. And it was and it was it was pitch black. Like the only light was coming from this fire fire that we had, and and so we're we're like dancing around, and and all of a sudden, out of like the fog, this like trio of horses just goes trotting by down the beach and with there were no people, owners there were people riding them oh, okay no lights on nothing hey. they just looked were, at us were they headless they didn't say anything were the humans headless they the might humans have been, were headless they might have been headless you know what it reminds me of now in, in, in i know the story right? i've read this story before <laughs> do you guys remember the video where the guy the guy who does the like this is driving on salvia do you remember that video <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. and yeah. he smokes the salvia in his yeah, car and he just really obviously funny. doesn't go anywhere because he's just tripping balls um and I think that's the point anyway. But when do you remember when he when he he like <gasps> and he sees the cat on the on the hood of his car? Like that's how I feel like we felt yeah, when we right, saw the horses. Right. We were like, <gasps> it was so weird. That Is this they real? Didn't, we didn't say anything. They didn't say anything. Yeah. The horses didn't say anything. The horses didn't say anything. The, horses they, the humans anything. were like very cordial. Yeah. Mm. And then we just continued <laughs> to be really high. Yeah. And it was great. Um. Yeah. So. Horses, animals are good. I'm stoked to get my dog this year. I think I really need a, a therapy animal. In my I'm life. stoked for you to get your dog. I'm stoked for pu- for to have like a puppy around. 
mm. frequently. Mm. Other animals that are uh, that are that are very great uh, animal therapy animals. Uh, so we have dogs, cats, horses. I think it's the bigger, the better, right? Yeah, that's right. It, it's what's <laughs> funny to hear in this article. They actually go. Well, actually, they don't. They they go uh, they dogs, go. cats, blue whales, dogs, <laughs> cats, horses. <laughs> Smallies. I don't know if you have you guys heard of the where they where they do the they do the in hospital therapy with the uh, lions and tigers <laughs> in Thailand. <laughs> a, I, I you know what I could believe you. It's very therapeutic. No, this yeah. no, no no no. He's fucking with you. He's fucking yeah. with you. I see the look on. Don't go face. there. Don't go there. The only thing uh, that like medical related and tigers in Thailand, the only thing that goes together is them actually using pharmaceutical drugs to sedate the tigers. That's yeah. The connection if you there. are they, if you are in Thailand and they're and you're being asked to go, go down this into this a gonna, cage, this is gonna bum me with up. a with a yeah, with a no. lion or a tiger that's tame enough for you to be in a cage no, with it. Tame, photo tame with, enough. A photo definitely don't do it because I did it and it is a, one of the biggest yeah. regrets of my life. That that use of the word tame is the same way that they use the word tame when they're talking about uh, getting control over one's priapism. They're just they've just <laughs> yeah. drained the life out of that fucking animal. And if yeah, you want to know about that, if you want to know about that, go to patreon.com <laughs> yeah. slash sick boy. Um, so the other animals <laughs> that they have here, they have they have smallies. So other small animals have been used for more convenient form of therapy. Animals such as guinea pigs. That was the thing that I was gonna not go too far into, but what, oh. my, what my snake ate. And rabbits offer the same assistance with comfort and companionship. Fine motor skills and emotional behavior, behavioral benefits as their canine coworkers. Smaller pets have the benefit of being easy to contain and care for for those individuals who may not be able to care for a dog or a cat. Well, Jared, um, I'm glad that you actually did come clean and talk about the guinea pigs. But you know what? I'm, I can't be upset about it because when we were in Peru, they... Guinea, guinea yeah. pigs are delicacies. Hey, man, it's they, the circle of life. Them. It's yeah. the circle of life. And, and, and we all learned that yeah. from The Lion King. Yeah. You know, we learned that warthogs eat slugs, uh, uh, hyenas eat, you know, young lion lion cubs, young cubs. Dude, the way that they prepare the guinea pig in Peru. Are we going down? It's like, it's like this. It's It's like, it's like, it's like, it's a skinned thing. And it's like this, (laughs) it's like this. And it's just, and it's like charred burnt. It's just like, it's just, and it's, did you eat any of it, Tay? No, I didn't have it. Yeah, me neither. Is it seasoned? Yeah, you did, didn't you? No, I didn't did have you any. get wow. it after we finished? And here's an image for you right here. Don't. I'm cutting this out. No, you, you're, <laughs> no, no. You're now doing this in post. Is it the guinea pig? <laughs> that is fucked. Oh wow, 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 wow. What an image! Hold on, are you looking at the guinea pig, the fried, the cooked guinea pig? Yep, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. and when you're walking lot. through markets, there's a there, you know there's a bunch of people that are making. But them. here's the thing, I think dude. Marsha Here, was the here's the thing. I'm it. I'm sitting here going, wow, she that's got a, really sick. Yeah, I'm sitting here going, wow, that's <laughs> a lot. But I mean, if you go to any butcher, you're gonna have giant hooks hanging from the ceiling with carcasses of cows just dangling from those hooks. Yeah. It's not that we've just normalized certain yeah, animals, guys. I think I'm right. vegan now. It's, oh, not, gonna, it's not the worst decision. I'm not going to fight you on it. You can roast them. You can curry them. Delicious. Well, Lauren, that picture that you're looking at is so He's cute. jarring because that's such a cute animal. And, and there are people with their hands around. Yeah, but I mean, neck. dude, have you ever watched, have you ever watched like, like cows at a sanctuary being pet by the people who work there? What's crazy about, like, what's crazy about the guinea pigs is that is how so they prepare cute. them. Because it is just like when you eat meat. 
Yeah, you what are about, eating what your, about a pig in a, in a pig roast? I, Brian, I, I, I've never done that. Don't tell me you wouldn't eat guinea pig ice cream because. Oh my God. All right, I got to put that on the screen. Oh. That. Yum. Wait, yum, is it yum, guinea yum. pig? Is it ice cream made with guinea pig milk? Yes. Or no, I think it's made. I don't know. Let me look. <laughs> would you? All right. Would you rather have? I don't know why this is a fucking thing. Guinea pig ice cream, but sure. Would you rather guinea pig ice cream or ice cream, for, uh, uh, human breast milk ice cream from a human that you don't know? Both. Probably breast milk ice cream. Yeah. I mean, sure. breast love, milk. Breast milk that. is just so human good. food. Mm. Can you put it that? Can we put that like in a soft that's serve gross. machine and do, do a swirl? Oh. <laughs> well, I think they do. I think that like that's like there there was a there was a ice cream shop in the UK and they did it for a week. Oh really? So, mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We talked about this on the show. I, I it was years ago. It was years ago. This happened like probably four years ago. They did a, a one week thing where they were selling human titty milk ice cream. How do I not remember and that? it flew off yeah, the shelves yeah. really they then, couldn't keep they couldn't they couldn't keep it st- stocked you know i i sort of said that i that i want to become <clears throat> vegan sort of like uh tongue-in-cheek there but um i think that something something that's really interesting is is that maddie's sister elizabeth uh got chickens last year and she like you have to kill the roosters and uh she actually went you and mean like, uh, the one like roosters that they uh like breed yeah so like the so if you get a, a group of chickens like for what do you what do you call a group of chickens? A flock. A I'm flock? Sure I had a gaggle of chickens. I don't know. Uh-huh. A murder. But, uh, but uh, when you get a when you get a group of them, you don't want to have a rooster there because it fucks it with the hens that are laying. Hens or so, a clutch of chicks. So I think I'm not sure if you have one rooster, and I, I I don't know the details about this, but I know that you do have to um, you have to have the roosters or the males killed, and oh. so um, she went she went and did it herself, wow. and then kept the meat and ate the meat sure. yeah. and it was like a really like eye-opening experience for her. like really you know to be able to yeah. actually take the life of the animal and then yeah. eat it is, is something that like i i believe that <clears throat> we should be doing if we're eating meat you should you should understand what that's like rather than just like picking yeah. up factory my, stuff. my bucket list item i don't like the using the term bucket list but if i was to say what my bucket list item would be outside of going to japan we threw uh, a party and the theme was bucket list so you never told us that <laughs> I just, I just, uh, yeah whatever <laughs> tell I, me like, tell me what, what were you gonna say um uh is is to is to go through the entire process of killing an animal uh, up to serving it on a plate namely not a chicken I'm talking like a fucking like a deer. deer. Yeah. yeah, I'm talking yeah. like like Let's, a full hey. on the entire process, start to finish. Yeah, Let's do it. I, yeah. I want to do it because I feel I do, like to eat eat meat, you should. That's right. Experience yeah. I feel that. like if you are going to make the decision to accept the fact that you're going to go to a grocery store or a butcher, mind you, and go, I want that slab. And then they take that slab and they put it on the thing and then you go and you cook it. And that's the entire process of how you get that meat into your body. If you're not willing to actually, to actually, I mean, in the very least, accept and look at that process from step A to Z and not just step fucking X to Z, then you are, you're doing yourself a massive disservice. And also I think you're fucking... You're just doing yourself a huge disservice. Yeah. You're, you're you're lying to yourself. I'll go like a step further and say that I I honestly believe that if you want to eat meat, you should be okay with killing the animal too. Yeah. 
Yeah, mm. yeah. I think yeah. that you should be okay with that. I, I would, I, and I eat meat. Like. I I believe that personally. I don't I don't judge anybody else for for like not not being okay with that and still wanting to eat eat meat. But like personally, I feel strongly like I really want to go through that experience. Yeah, it is weird to. It, but you're you're right in the way that it is weird. It is weird to. It is weird to eat meat, but but be like wholeheartedly like I will never do that. Yeah. I okay. I would it's like I, when you think about but that's the probably amount, the majority there's, there's of people a lot of, that's yeah, probably that's the, for sure. what I was just about to say was sure. if you think about the amount of people that probably wouldn't after going through the whole process <laughs> it's staggering how many people do you think are are listening and watching right now going stay in your lane yeah, probably, probably. <laughs> hey speaking of that good idea <clears throat> good idea let's move on to one of the one of the wackier things I've seen so this is a a, a fun newish kind of segment that I want to kind of get into. Um, which which I'll try my hardest not to offend Brian as we move forward into the future of this show, <laughs> since he already fucking hates Friday episodes so much anyway. Um, but this is uh, something called traumatic iridodialysis. Traumatic iridodialysis. Hey, Big word. If it's medical related, I'm okay. <laughs> but as soon as you just start going into... Well... Oh, Here we fuck. go. Let's see. So this <laughs> is a this is what happens when you shove a full milk cart up your a carton of milk fuck. up your asshole. Okay. No, I'm joking. This has nothing to do with that. I just, <laughs> oh, I just, just hey man, that's medical. Uh, no, this is a this is so this is a weird thing that's, that can that unfortunately can happen to an eye that's medical adjacent. Oh no. Check out this person's eye. Okay, it looks like a nebula. What do you think uh, is What do you think is happening here? That's cool. It looks like uh, a Utah cliffs in Utah. Some type of calcification. Yeah, it almost looks like Maybe. the p- shape of a pelvis. Mm. That that brown form mm. in the middle yeah, of the dark part of the yeah, eye. It looks yeah. like they got poop in their eyes. Can you imagine? Yeah. Can you imagine this is what would happen when you like, every time you do psychedelics instead of your eyes dilating, they just do this. If you're whoever's just listening out there, go to YouTube. Right. You're going to want to see this. You're going to want to like, subscribe, hit that bell icon, and look at this <laughs> yeah. fucking image. But so, it also looks kind of milky, too. It does, right? Well, so so here's what's happening. A 48-year-old man presented to the ophthalmology clinic with a, with a one-week history of pain, double vision, and blurred vision in his left eye. The symptoms started after he was struck in the eye by a retracting rubber bungee cord oh, that he was using uh. to secure goods onto a motorcycle. So you know... That fucking hurt. Yeah, because he, um, he was really hauling on fi- it. To, <clears throat> physical to, examination to revealed bruising of the left eyelid. Okay, sure. And a distorted pupil. The corrected visual acuity with eyeglasses was 2040 in the right eye and 2200 in the left eye. So basically, his right eye was like, you know, pretty good. 2040 is like, that's that's all right, vision. That's good. It's not perfect. It's not like, it's not me. <laughs> I just don't want to judge, like, mm. you know, want to brag or anything, but I got 20 mm. vision. Uh, but... Actually, wait, 2040, I think, actually might be better. No, no, no. No, no. it's less than yeah, 20. Yeah, less than 20. Yeah, so, so 2010 would be even better. And maybe, I think I'm 2010. I might be 25, but I don't Is, like it. You anymore. can have better than 2020? You can, yeah. Um, but in the right eye, he had 2200. So he was like, he was basically fu- not seeing 2200? shit. 2200? 20-200. Like, uh, it's a, is it a fraction? Like, is it like, you got 2020 vision, your vision is one. <sighs> I don't know. Louise, you could you email us and let us know what the fuck that is? Thanks. Um, we need help. Slit slit lamp examination of the left eye revealed a deformed iris with the upper portion sagging downward. So what you're seeing there 
basically what happened here was your iris. So the part of your eye that is the color of your oh, eye. Oh, yeah. Oh. His iris collapsed. Oh. I didn't even know that was possible. I didn't neither know, did I. I didn't know I, it was like a structure. Yeah, like that. me either. Neither did I. But when you look at the iris up close, it is this. It is this very like cosmic. Very. Um. Well, I, it, like it, it looks truly like is it one looks of the like a galaxy. It's I one love, of the most beautiful things in I think in the living universe. Like, I love I, looking in eyes. It's w- here. Let me look in your eyes for sure, a second. Sure. Oh wow. Whoa, dude, your eyes are cool. That's I know, dude. So I got, eyes they're like green cool. and brown. Like I got. Yeah. I'm, I'm six foot. There's something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, five, uh, five, uh, five eleven, six foot. Uh, six foot. Uh, uh, six feet. So uh, <laughs> detached from the nine o'clock position to the three o'clock position. So his, so basically his his whole Fuck. iris just went blah and kind of gave up. So he must have had brown eyes. Uh, it, like I, is that why it's? I think it's, he, yeah, I think looks he probably brown. had brown eyes. And so what we're seeing again, Louise, please, please correct me. But behind that eye, I think is the, is the, like the black in the center Mm. of your eye. So all that brown shit that's caved in would have circled all around that black that we're seeing. And that's the color of your eye. It's so nuts. Um, So we had poop brown eyes. It goes on to say no evidence of lens dislocation, traumatic cataract or uh, retinal injury was noted. Uh, So, so like, this is, this is super wild. Like there, there wasn't, he wasn't really that injured. He just struck his eye. And what happened was his, his iris. Just but then can he not the structure, but then he can't see what does your iris correctly? Do? Like what, what purpose does that serve? Cause I, I, I assume that, that you're he asking could, me like I have the, answer. Well, I, I can't uh, remember yeah, what let's this, ask Alexa. This isn't going to, this isn't going to answer your question, but there's, it was in one of the, like one of the, BBC it wasn't planet earth, but it was like, maybe it was our planet or maybe it was like humans, humans. or whatever yeah. the, and there's, there was a, they did it. They did a, an episode or a section of an episode where they talk about like the evolutionary development of the eye over, you know, from mm. like, you know, when, when things started to become mm. things with eyes to now and how the eyes developed. It was really, really fascinating. Mm. And they talk a lot about the iris and the yeah. people and everything. To answer your question, Brian, though, about <clears throat> what the f- purpose of the iris is. So, you know, we talk about your pu- your pupils getting bigger or smaller. Right. Actually, the pupils don't change in mm. size. The mm. iris does. <gasps> so, it re- so the iris regulates the amount of light that c- goes into right. your Sweet. eye. Interesting. Yeah. So cool. here it says that... Um, uh, the separation of the iris from the ciliary body caused by blunt injury, so in this case, known as traumatic iridodialysis, can lead to blurred vision, mono, monoclear double vision, or photophobia, which is like the inability to like like take in light. Like it, it, you're like you know you open the blinds and you're like you. you you experience a brief moment of photophobia yeah. in the morning. Like vampire syndrome. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, this yeah. guy's like <laughs> all the time. Um, uh, the patient, so what happened to him was the patient under, underwent. The desire to drink blood. <laughs> underwent irido, iridoplasty. So he, he had surgery on the iris and had restoration of pupil shape and improvement in visual acuity. One year later, so after the entire uh, uh, process, the patient cr- had corrected visual acuity with eyeglasses uh, which turned out to be 2050 in the left eye, and the iris m- remained attached with mild deformity. Guys, you know what's evidence cr- of glaucoma? You know what's crazy? crazy is thinking about 
so like sometimes I just think about like the how impressive surgery is, like some of the surgeries that they can it's do. It's and crazy. I mean, think, what, think about surgery on that. Think about that eye, and yeah. think about somebody at some point in history going, "Okay, I think if we cut into this, we can like we can do we the, can we can we do can sort of here. like build this back or like remediate the damage that's been done to." A and then extent. we'll name it iridoplastic. Yeah. Iridoplastic. Yeah. And you know we'll what's name crazy? It something super hard to say is that <laughs> they never made any mistakes and no one ever suffered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the craziest part. Yeah. What do you think is the craziest, sur- the most impressive surgery? Um, that <laughs> all of them. <laughs> that's like yeah, that's like when you surgery. that's like that's like when you go past a graveyard and your dad goes, "How how, how many of them are dead?" <laughs> you know, no, he goes, no, "How no, many no, of no, uh, no, what is it? No, what is it? It's, it's, do you know how many? Are, do you know how many dead people are in there? Right, all of them. All of them. <laughs> you know how many, you know many dead people? You guys, my favorite. Such uh, a dad uh, thing to say. Uh, my dad always. Said my that. favorite puzzle <laughs> is uh, is uh, so a plane is flying over the Andes Mountains and uh, it's going from the uh, uh, the northern part of Argentina to uh, southern Peru. It as it's crossing over the uh, the the border lines, um, it crashes into the mountains. Where do you bury the survivors? <laughs> I've heard this one a bunch of times before. But so I have I. The, uh, I, I, don't can't, the, I. I can't remember the answer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you don't. Yeah, you, you don't bury survivors. Right. Uh, well, you see? can if you're a fucking sadist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the, uh, I yeah. don't oh, know the geography. Oh, you survived a plane the, crash. The point of the whole yeah. puzzle <laughs> is <laughs> that you just make it confusing. And then yeah. you say, where you're, do you bear the yeah, survivors? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, just, you did just make it confusing. Cool. Especially because you're trying you to think about the geography. I'm not right. northern part. I was like, northern Part of Argentina. I was just thinking about guinea pig ice cream, (laughs) which I I did a quick Google and it's based. It's from the flavor of the meat, not from the milk of the ice cream. So it's just as I had hoped. That sounds like ice cream. It's ice cream with guinea guinea pig meat flavor. Yeah, they make beetle ice cream there, too. I want to go to Peru. Guys, they just... They just take that shit. They put it into a that. Vitamix, and then is that a rip on? Uh, is that a rip on like the Harry Potter uh, beans or are Harry Potter beans? A rip every on that? flavored beans or whatever. Yeah, There's, yeah, yeah. The, do you, do you guys ever eat jelly those? beans? Is that what they were called? Yeah, every flavored. Beans? I can't remember. Every there's, flavored. There's beans. earwax yeah. flavor. Yeah. Booger yeah. flavor. Toast. <laughs> Yeah. I feel like there's poop, cum flavor, <laughs> butter yeah. popcorn, yeah. which is nasty. Santorum. Yeah. They only introduce <laughs> they, o- they, o- they only they only introduce the cum flavored one in the seventh book. In the in the earlier books, they they refrained. Yeah, as they grew PG. up. Yeah, as they grew up, they introduced uh, more yeah. cum. Love it. <laughs> it became legal. Well, uh, this has been really fun. Uh, as J.K. Rowling got more fucked because <laughs> she got pretty crazy, right? She, she was like, "Fuck it, let's do cum." <laughs> well, I've be been the, wanting to do cum hey, for five books now, guys. It wouldn't be the craziest. Wait, actually, thing that she, she did go off and write uh, write a bunch of erotic under a different name after oh, yeah? Harry Potter. Yeah, stop. Yeah, no, I, not I, erotic. I, I, yeah, no, no, it was. I uh, read, I read a Robert Galbraith stuff, the uh, the Silkworm series. It was actually pretty good. It was. Is mystery. that the pseudonym that she used, yeah. or the alias? Yeah. yeah, Robert Galbraith. Interesting. Yeah, it was actually it. Silkworm. It was pretty good. Uh, well, this was fun. I mean, the book was not J.K. Rowling. Let's uh, let's wrap this fucker up. But You're hey, a bad person. Okay. Uh, yeah, let's, yeah, let's wrap it up. Wrap it up, guys. <laughs> Wrap it up, folks. And here we go. Going to wrap it up. Uh, uh, but before we do, uh, if you want to reach out to us, you can always do that. Letters at sickboypodcast.com, uh, which I think something did come in. Someone sent you a little uh, 
a correction sent to Brian. And this this is a correction not coming from Louise. Surprise, surprise. Guys, we got a I got a message on Instagram uh from uh, also don't do that. Just send it to letters at sickboypodcast.com. <laughs> hey, you don't can DM me, you us want. on Instagram. Uh, but DM sure, us sure. on Instagram, but yeah, just send a letter yeah. to sickboypodcast.com. Yeah. I didn't ask this person if I could read this, but uh, but I'm sure it's fine. I just won't say. Can you just say their uh, first their and last name, name and just uh, location on it, the planet? Where it's from from uh, a person named Tara. I'm not going to give the last name. Who is an operating room nurse? Uh, you and, already said way too much. And uh, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I'm sure. How many Taras? Fine. Let's. You know, I'm going to Google it right now. Too Tara many. Too many. Here, uh, I'm okay. So anyway. The the message came in. Uh, fucking with you, the message came in from last week's episode. It it was barrier of sanitation in quotation marks with a bunch of laughing emojis. Hello, or or nurse here. Just listened to the latest episode. I believe the words you were looking for are sterile field. You're welcome. I think yours sounds better. The barrier of sanitation and sterile field are. Basically synonyms. Yeah. Guys, isn't it basically the same thing? Also, I'm sure in Grey's Anatomy, they call it the barrier of sanitation, right? <laughs> yeah, that being probably. <laughs> they, 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 they definitely wrote, uh, st- what is it, sterile field? Uh, and then some producer went, came in and was like, yeah, I don't, maybe I don't like, like the, the sound. Maybe the Medical it. Association of America has like a has like a trademark on uh, on on sterile fields. So they were like, well, we don't want to infringe on any trademarks here. We'll do it. We'll yeah. do barrier of sanitation. And maybe this person comes from a, a different country than no, the United don't. States. <laughs> are they an ER they're, nurse they're in, in the Canada. U.S.? In, Jesus in Christ, Canada. we are yeah. really they're narrowing it down now, guys. But if, but if her name is Tara, okay. she lives in Canada and okay, she works in an operating room. I just found her. I just found her. On LinkedIn. But if she's okay, but to be real though, there's there's LinkedIn a bunch of well. little things that are different that we call differently in the U.S. and in Canada, like right, like right, icing yeah. sugar, like hydro. It took me years to figure out what right. the fuck what hydro. Do you call, was. What do you call icing sugar? Uh, fr- frosting. Frosting. No, not frosting. Oh fuck, powdered sugar. Powdered sugar. Uh, yeah. yeah, I've heard there's it stuff called like that. that. And then pass. We call them pacifiers. I, d- I just want to say. I just want to say, guys. Like uh, Tara's right. It is ster- sterile or sterile. I didn't. Ster- I never doubted Tara. Ter- sterile <laughs> means you don't make cum. <laughs> so ster- sterile field uh, is is the name of the thing. And Tara sent a really sweet message, and I really appreciate the. Uh, uh, her reaching did out she? and correcting us. Okay, because yeah, the way did, you read did. it, you read it with. I know, lip. I know. That's you why, read it with a. That's bit why of I wanted to did. clarify because I wrote her back and said, "Okay, thanks, thanks for that, Louise." Okay, but, hold, but hold on, uh, yeah. But hold on, though, Brian. Fuck I, you. Because I want to know. I want to know. Did she say you're welcome before you responded? Uh, yeah, yeah, but but then she also sent another that's message. Tara's piece of shit. No, 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 Tara's no, no, piece no, of shit. No, no, that's a little no, bit of lip. No, she said you're welcome. How dare you and talk then, to my friend like that? And then she said, yeah, before only I, I responded, only I belittle Brian that way. Before, <laughs> before <laughs> I responded, she said, "Great episode, by the way. If you if you guys ever want someone to shed light on what happens in the operating room, I can definitely do that." And put some heart emojis. Well, so, I think you just thanks, did uh, give us a sh- shed a little light on what happens in the <laughs> operating room, and clearly it's uh, talking down to uh, to anybody and everybody that you speak to, because the way you talk to my friend Brian does Un- not make me feel very good at all. Unacceptable. Hey, and guys, like Taylor said, we are the only ones who are allowed to talk shit to hey, him. Hey, Tara, thanks for uh, sending that message, because this is the only time that the guys have stood up for me. So, hey, Tara, what's the I weirdest thing it. you've That's pulled right. out of a butt? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, actually. If you, yeah. Weirdest object, weirdest object that you've seen come out of a butthole. That's right. A butthole, please. So with that, uh, thanks for tuning in, folks. Uh, we are every week coming at you three times a week now, and you can listen to the podcast wherever you find fine podcasts. In particular, that's uh, Spotify. You can follow us there. Apple Podcasts, you can give us a follow there. Or uh, the CBC Listen app. And like Jer said, got any stories? Got any lip that you want to send our way? <laughs> Letters at sickboypodcast.com. And if you want to be a guest on the show, sickboypodcast.com slash contact. Fill out the form. Be on the show. And you can always just uh, reach me on my Instagram at Brian Stever if you want to send me some more messages like that. <laughs> Shameless. Uh, uh, Shameless. Podcast is produced by Lauren Sankey, Taylor McGillivray, Jeremy Saunders, and myself. The sound design is by Donovan the Meerkat, CPAP, Morgan. On these episodes, it's Jer. Jer, Yo. thanks. Yo, thanks Yo. for the work that you do. And we are managed by Jeff Lonis from the Talent Bureau. And, uh, and thanks to Rich O'Quinn for the theme music. That is it for today. I'm Brian. I'm Taylor. I'm Lauren. And I'm Jeremy. And this is Sick Boy. Sick Boy. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.